Hello and welcome to the Catch a Lift Coaches Corner. I am Kale Head Coach Melissa, and this week I'm honored to welcome Jess Drew to the show. Jess is the Director of Development at the Catch a Lift Fund. Today, Jess and I will be discussing her background, how she became involved with the Catch a Lift Fund, her special connection to the fund, our upcoming events, and all the incredible work she does behind the scenes to make this mission possible. Welcome to this week's episode of the Coach's Corner. Jess, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. It's great to see you. Let's jump right in. Do you want to start today, Jess, by telling us a bit about your background and ultimately how you became involved with the Catch a Lift Fund? Absolutely. So I live in Baltimore, very close to our Cal HQ. Uh, I live here with my husband, my three kids, and our dog. She's a cockapoo. Um, yeah, so I grew up here in Baltimore, and I ended up going to college on the eastern shore of Maryland at Salisbury University. So right after I graduated, um, so I, I should probably first share um, that Chris Coughlin is my uncle. Um, he's my mother's brother. Um, so Lynn is my my aunt. She's also my mother's sister. Um, so when Chris died um, and we were thinking of ways to honor him and to keep his memory alive, um, you know, Lynn and I had been brainstorming just ways and her and I kind of came up with the idea. Um, and that was, you know, right around at the time that he died. And so um, when Lynn decided to start Catch a Lift, I had just graduated from college. Um, it wasn't really a great time for me to, you know, just pick up and start working at a startup nonprofit. Um, so I volunteered sporadically throughout the years. And um, when COVID hit, there was an opportunity for me to get more involved. So I certainly saw that as my silver lining during the pandemic. Right. That's incredible. Jess, would you talk to us a little bit about what you do at Kale and what the day-to-day -day of that looks like? Absolutely. So the, I'll probably say this a few times, but what I love most about my job is being able to connect like-minded individuals with our mission. So what's so great about Catch a Lift is that those that want to get involved either with their time or their talent or from a financial standpoint, there's so much opportunity to make an impact in our program. So a lot of what I do is finding, trying to tap into different networks to help us find talent, time, and financial resources. So most of my day-to-day -day is focused around planning events, uh, connecting with past and prospects in terms of sponsors, and also really just, you know, helping others that want to get involved find a way to help us outside of just financial support. That's incredible, Jess. Can you talk to us a little bit about that relationship building between, you know, sponsors or vendors and how that helps us aid our veterans in our mission? So what we find to be the most fulfilling is to be able to share with our supporters the stories, right, and, and how their support has made a difference. So, you know, building these relationships and creating a community only helps the catch a lift as a whole to really just be stronger together. So what's so great about these relationships and, and our sponsors is that it's just more people to cheer, cheer on the team, right? And in, yeah. in our in our goals. That's absolutely terrific. Thank you for sharing with that that with us today, Jess. 
Um, so you mentioned, you know, at the beginning, you are the niece of Chris Coughlin, and we want to ask you, what's it like for you today to look at the impact that his life has made, you know, the sacrifice that he made in Afghanistan to our nation's veterans today, what Ketchalit is able to do? So it's, it's something that I could have never expected. It's a, it's a feeling of, you know, it's, there, there's times of sadness, but then to know that, you know, we were able to take his philosophies around, you know, becoming your best self, right? And, and that focus on, on you as an individual and to use that power inside of you to, to make a difference in your life and ultimately, you know, impacting others. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm blown away by it. And it's, you know, it's simple, right? Like his philosophy of being, you know, physically, spiritually, mentally fit and, and the impact of that. And to be able to see something that simple, um, to be able to execute that in our programs and to see the impact that something like that has had, it's just, there really just aren't words for that. It's absolutely incredible. Just thinking back about Chris, what's one of the most memorable things about him that leaves you inspired every day? I knew you were going to ask this question, and um, there's there's a couple things. Um, you know, it's when when he when he died, I was just 21, so my the majority of my relationship with him was when I was a child. Yeah, and so when I so I'll I'll answer this question and. and twofold here from like childhood memories the one thing that just always sticks out and this seems so simple but at any holiday gathering we would always go upstairs and play doctor and so my cousin tony and i were a month apart so it was probably like having twins in our family and um <laughs> and lynn and chris would just always go upstairs and play with us and I say, like, specifically remember, like, we'd always play doctor because it was like he wanted to know every ailment, what was hurting, how could he make it better? And, you know, as a five-year-old, right, like, to be able to make believe that you needed someone to care for you, right, was, like, just so fun. And, and as I reflect on that after having kids and, you know, to know that, like, he just – you know, he was that type of person that it carried out in his life. Like he always yeah. was helping others. He always cared about others. And, um, you know, and something as simple as like a childhood game, right? Like it just kind of carried over to who he was as a person. Um, and so that, you know, that, for whatever reason, that memory just always sticks with me. Um, just the nurturing nature of, of Chris. Um, and then as I got older, um, my time with him was was limited, right? As you know, when he enlisted, he was you know traveling often. Um, but I'll I'll never forget on a, a trip in college that we went out to visit him in Los Angeles, and at the time he was working at a college and was coaching. And to see someone that you admire and respect, like in this position of leadership and like influencing other students, it was just you know, something that I always looked up to that, you know, being a role model for, to others. And, um, you know, he was getting to coach lacrosse and do the things that he loved. And he was living in a really cool area in LA. So, um, yeah, I mean, just his leadership and his commitment and, you know, being nurturing, it's just things that will always stick with me. That's beautiful. 
Jess, what do you think Chris would think of this body of work that was created in his memory? Chris would be like, he'd be like, what in the heck have you guys done? This is like, <laughs> like for, he would be like, he would be, he's probably like loving life that we're doing burpees and planks and <laughs> like kicking everyone else's butts to do the same. Like he, he would absolutely love it. And he would be so proud that people are accountable for their own health. Um, I think he would, he probably wishes that he was coaching from the sidelines, but you know, we know he's coaching from above. So, oh, um, there's that, you know, he'll probably, you know, probably want to tell Linda, you know, slow down and go take a vacation. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think he's, you know, I, I think he's right there coaching and, and yelling at us to do more push-ups from up there. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. That's just wonderful. Thank you for sharing with us about Chris, Jess. Yeah. It's always so wonderful whenever we're able to have someone on the show and talk about Chris. So we want to talk about with you, we have several upcoming events that are coming up for Catch a Lift, which is so exciting, especially coming off of 2020, which saw no in-person events really to speak of. Um, let's start with Westport, Connecticut, which, which is coming up in uh, just here a week. Can you talk to us about what's going on up in Westport and what people can expect? Absolutely. So we are so excited to get back up to Fairfield County. This community has just been such a vital force in the Cal community and has really been transformational in helping us enhance our program. So we get up to Westport on Friday, or yeah, Friday the 10th. And that evening, we're doing a 9-11 remembrance event at Campo Beach. And so there will be food trucks, drink trucks. You'll hear from our veterans, very casual, laid back. Really, this is just a time for us to be together and to reflect on, um, you know, to reflect on our program and, and everything that's going on right now. So um, that'll be a very special night. The following day at three o'clock at the Westport Police Station, we will do a community workout led by our Cal veterans, which I cannot wait to do. Since I joined Cal, I have not done a workout led in person by any of our vets. So it's going to be fun. Oh yeah. my gosh, I can't wait. I hope I'm like, you know, limping the next day. <laughs> I oddly don't, don't, don't say that on the show. I know. They're going to hear that and they're going to make sure you do. <laughs> I oddly like really enjoy that feeling. Um, yeah. yeah. And then the next day, Sunday, we're doing our second annual um, family bike ride up in Ridgefield, Connecticut. So that's great. Again, really laid back. Um, bring the kids. It's a five mile bike ride. We'll have some snacks out. Another chance to hear from our veterans and from the Cal team. So really looking forward to next weekend. Terrific. And I just want to put in a plug, too, for the great people of Westport and that community. Um, Westport, Connecticut, at a Warrior Weekend with Catch a Lift Fund was really my first uh, really kind of indoctrination into Kale and the Kale family and the people of Westport, Connecticut. They become your family. And it's, it's such a special place with such a uh, unique spirit of its own. So I know we're all very excited to get back to Westport. Jess, that leads us into October, and we yeah. have a Baltimore golf event. Tell us about that. We do. It's our third annual Baltimore golf event at the Country Club of Maryland. That's on Monday, October 4th. We are moving full steam ahead. We've got lots of people starting to sign up. Sponsors are getting on board. Um, we'd love to have anyone come out. And what's great about this year is that 
even if you're not a golfer, but you want to come out and hear from our veterans, see the Cal team, there are tickets available for just the cocktail only party that evening. So hope to see people come out then. Um, yep. Wonderful. And let's just keep this right yeah, moving yeah, into yeah. 2022. So March is going to be a big month for Cal. We're looking at three different events. There's going to be um, the Arnold Classic, which is going to be that first weekend in Columbus, Ohio. Um, we've got the Baltimore Benefit, the Nova Benefit. Jess, will you touch on those March events? Yes, absolutely. So our Northern Virginia Benefit, we um, have done a few events with that group down there, and we're so excited to be back. We were not able to see anyone last year, so um, that's going to be in the Tyson's Corner area. Uh, our website for that will be live here soon, so you'll expect to see an email for that. And that's on um, March 24th. And then our Baltimore benefit, that will be at the American Visionary Museum, similar to previous years, and that will be on March 19th. And again, more details in an email will be coming out soon about those two events. So save the date. Wonderful. And we want to kick out to everybody, too. Anybody that will be in Columbus, Ohio, that first weekend in March, we will be at the Arnold Classic. We have a double booth again this year. Um, catch a lift will be there. We will have a rig up with a hang bar. So definitely uh, we'll be taking times for longest hang and we'll have Cal veterans and coaches there. And that's going to be a lot of fun, too, to look forward to in 2022. Jess, how can people get involved with these events? Um, you know, talk to us a bit here. This is your wheelhouse with getting people involved. What do people need to do to become involved? Absolutely. So there's a few things that make every event successful. The obvious are our sponsorships. So without our sponsorships, um, it's, you know, almost impossible to pull off an event and be profitable. So any organization that's looking um, to get involved, um, we'd love to have them there. Also, what makes events fun are the auction and raffle items. So um, even though we might be having a benefit in Baltimore or Northern Virginia, Maybe you know of an organization that has a nationwide presence or might have products that they can donate that we can use for those events. So those types of leads are always welcomed. Of course, volunteers are always welcomed. Um, I can use volunteers in person for events and also virtually. So um, really, those are the three biggest ways, time, um, sponsorships, or helping us get different items for raffles and auctions. Thank you, Jess. Um, so definitely, guys, too, these events are updated. They're on the Kale website, the main catchliftfund.org on the calendar. So check them out if you have any questions about specific dates and definitely hit us up with any questions. I want to switch gears here with you, Jess, and I want to talk about your individual kind of fitness lifestyle. Um, talk to us about how fitness has been a part of your life. Oh, gosh. So I... I have loved sports since, you know, I was a young kid. I played basketball and soccer and volleyball growing up. And when Chris died, I wanted to push myself to a new limit. And I decided to sign up for the Baltimore Marathon. And I was never really a runner prior to that. I, you know, did the treadmill two miles or something, you know, yeah. nothing serious. And, um, when you train for a marathon, like it's very structured and intense and you have yeah. like really need to like hit your goals. So when I started, when I ran the marathon, 
you know, what pushed me through the whole time was just like thinking about, you know, what Chris and others went through. And, you know, when I got tired at mile 20, I just kind of, you know, thought about that and pushed myself. Um, so really ever since then, I feel like my workouts really just elevated. And for me, you know, fitness for me is not just about the result on the outside it is you know i'm sure we'll probably hit on this you know but it's it's so much more of a mental game for me so you know now i still love to run i like i take like all of the i love hit classes and bar classes and youtube has become my friend in the last 18 months (laughs) with all the at-home stuff that's awesome and just you know you shared with us at the beginning you know you have a family you're a mother you've got three young kids What's your favorite way to stay active with your family or even just get them involved in moving? Yeah, well, that's not an issue because they're three and a half, four and a half, and six, so they never stop moving. You have a lot of moving. movement. You've we, got a lot of movement. Yeah, the question the, the question is how do I um, contain the movement or how do I make it, like, productive? Um, yes. You know, we play a lot of games. We, they play soccer. We love to go hiking. Now, they're, like, you know, they can't go long distance with hiking, but, um, you know, we try. Um, they yeah. play soccer. You know, we, we do bike rides and so it's it's fun we we never stop moving so that's that's a good awesome. thing it's a good thing talk to us I want to ask you a little bit too I see you guys all the time like out on the water talk to us a little bit about the water and what you guys find you know enjoyable about that in that life yeah you know for me the water has always been a spiritual connection for me um you know for whatever reason, I just find so much peace and strength when I'm near the water. And ironically enough, my husband feels similar. And we just love, we have, our family has a house on a river nearby and my kids have seemed to take into it as well. So they love to go crabbing. We go on the canoe. It has a motor. So I don't know if that's really technically considered (laughs) canoeing still. Um, But yeah, we just love it. There were big beach people. We love um, just being on the bay. So yeah, we, we love the water. That's terrific. Jess, and you know, I think you were kind of alluding to this when we first started talking about the fitness, but you know, how do you use fitness or how have you seen it benefit yourself individually, you know, from a stress relief standpoint, or even just like that, like you're constantly on the go, you've got a lot of kids, like how can fitness help you in that area? Yeah. My mind never stops racing. And the only time it does is when I'm pushing myself to limits from a workout standpoint. And so for me, working out is the only thing that can disconnect me from, from stress or from being impatient or whatever it is. Um, so for me, you know, if, and it's, I'm sure a lot of people can say this, but if I, if I haven't worked out, like I'm a morning person, I like to start my day, you know, five thirty-six with a workout. And if it's, you know, 12 o'clock and I haven't worked out yet, like I'm probably like a little grumpy. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, for me, it's just, it's a way to clear my head. When I work out in the morning, I eat healthier throughout the day. And, you know, when I need to disconnect, it's really, like I said, the only thing for me that can disconnect me. I've got to totally agree with you on the morning thing. Uh, The same thing. That's the first thing 
like productive wise, I really like to do in a day is I eat breakfast and an hour later I go in the gym and I work out. Um, and if for some reason just life events and I can't train in the morning and it has to get pushed to late in the day, like I'm just not right during the day. Like that's completely my anchor and kind of compass for the whole day. Like it just sets me up for success. So yeah, yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> Jess, I've got one final question here today I want to ask you. What does it mean to you to be Cal Strong? To be Cal Strong, in my opinion, means that you're persevering through the darkness. You're persevering out the, you know, maybe just not the, simply not wanting to do something, but it's persevering through any anything that might be holding you back to be your best. And you know, and it's, it's, you're doing it for yourself, right? And then ultimately you're doing it to, to help raise others that are stuck in that place of resistance. So that's what that means to me. I, um, you know, it's funny because I, I never really thought about it until recently, right? Like we hashtag about it and, yeah. and we say it and yep. I just kind of said it like, oh, we're all, we're so strong together. And so really thinking about it, like that's, that's what it means to me. And that's like, yeah. So. Thank you, Jess. Thank you yeah. so much for coming on today and sharing your light with us today and talking about Chris and your family and everything. Just absolutely terrific. That's Thank it for you. this week's episode of Coach's Corner. We will return next Wednesday at one Eastern time with another episode. Thank you, Jess, for sharing your light with us all today. Thank you to ID Technology and ClearBridge for your continued support of the Coach's Corner and all things Catch a Lift. Thank you to Lynn Coughlin, Henry Pomper, and Kaylee Nasiri for all the work you do to make this podcast possible week after week. And we thank the entire Catch a Lift team. Don't forget, every week you have a chance to win Cal Swag by joining our live podcast chat on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern. Until next week, keep it real and stay Cal strong.